Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. All right, everyone. I'm so excited about this. I've got the greatest bachelorette, Des, is here. Yay. Yay. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is exciting. Yeah, I know. Thanks for having me. Of course. I've been wanting to for a while. And I know as a mom of two now, you are super busy. Yes, so busy. And with your business and all that jazz. Yeah, I don't really know how I do it all, but you know. <laughs> well, I won't take up too much time. I'll get started right away. Okay. We have my questions and then questions from Facebook that people wrote in. Oh, okay, cool. Basically, I always like to start with what brought you into the Bachelor franchise and how you got cast. Oh, Lord, that was so long ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess. I know when I was on The Bachelor, that was seven years ago. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Insane. Um, So it was just ironic for me. I had never actually watched a full season of The Bachelor. I just happened to be, it was just a perfect time of life. I moved from Orange County to LA and I was literally broke as a joke and just (laughs) working my ass off um, just to get by. And I was recently out of a relationship. So I just, I was watching um, Emily's season. My friend had it on and I was like, that looks like fun. Like, I could totally do that. Not thinking anything of it. And then I just, um, my friends told me to apply. And then I just, I applied. And literally, I had no idea that it would happen. But it did. And so, here I am. What did you do? Send in a video or? Um, no, I just, um, just an email. Oh, you did the email route. Yeah. So, there was, I think on, I think online, it was just hmm. like submit. And It was like super sarcastic because I think the question was like, why do you want to date on TV? (laughs) And I'm like, well, it's really not working in LA. So how much worse can it get? Yeah, seriously. And did you know it was going to be Sean? No, um, I didn't know until I was already there. Okay. At the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want it to be Sean or did you have your eye on anyone else? No, I had no preference because to be honest, I didn't really think like right. anything of it like I was a total skeptic like many people are yeah I was like oh this cannot work but you know what it's a great adventure and then you go on just as you know like it's crazy it's crazy how quickly you develop feelings for yeah. someone that you're like do I even know this person really I know <laughs> isn't that so it's it blows my mind yeah. but um yeah so I developed feelings um but I did question a lot throughout The Bachelor because it is like you're not sure if like he didn't even know me really so do we even know anything about each other no it's crazy someone wanted to know like did you in the moment think that sean was it that you were gonna marry him maybe i thought maybe like early on yeah okay I, i mean i was pretty hesitant like just because um the whole reason why i went on the show was like i just got out of a relationship yeah. that was um where, you know, the guy wasn't very expressive. Mm. And so I knew that in a partner, I needed someone to be expressive. And then when you're, the bachelor can't be expressive. So do you like me? Do you not? Yeah. So it was very, very hard for me to um, be all in, I guess you could say. I did think that I would end up at the end, but um, 
You were close. You were very close. <laughs> no, but you know, it all works out for the best. From the first night, who who were you close with? Who did you not jive with? The first night? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Lord. Um, That one's hard. I feel like everyone was really sweet. Everyone's on their best behavior the first night. The first night, everyone's really super sweet. Um, The moment Tia, what was her name? Tiara. Tiara, Tiara got a rose. <laughs> everyone was like, but it was just the way she handled it that was threw everyone off. Like she wouldn't talk to anyone. She wouldn't even smile or give anyone like any time of day. And that just continued on the whole experience. Throughout, yeah. Okay. It just kept getting worse and worse. But um, we tried. I tried to talk to her. I think it was Ashley Frazier who said, yeah, you know, the most frustrating thing was we tried really hard the whole time and it just yeah. didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere. So I just let it be. Yeah. Like in the kitchen, I would just talk to myself. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, good morning. And she wouldn't say anything. She would just look at you like with this. That's so blanker. weird. I know. Oh. I know. It's so funny, though, because you don't know how anyone will be until they're put in that position. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of times I feel like the villains, yeah. I mean, are it's it's just being put in that position. It has nothing to do with who they really are. Oh, I'm, I'm going to write something down because you just gave me another question. But do you <laughs> still talk to anyone from that from the season? Show? Yeah. Yeah, I still talk to Daniela. She, oh, I, right. she's, like, she's, like, one of my closest friends. And then... Through Daniela, too, I stay in touch with Leslie Murphy. So I love her. Yeah, she's wonderful. Let's talk about your date, your first date with Sean. The prank. Oh, yeah. Date. Wow, you're, we're going down memory lane. Yeah, we are talking about seven years ago. So recap. Yeah. Um, the first date, they went to an art gallery, and Sean was pranking Des and basically left her in a room with this million dollar <laughs> art piece and it fell on the ground and then the guy was trying to say that oh my gosh pushed it were you in on that so I wasn't in on it but I had an idea I'm not easily fooled so it like made me um yeah not until the bachelorette um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um I um I kind of had an idea that something was up because it just seemed odd to me that the thing fell and I don't know. But did you and him like talk about pranking? No. Like, no. Why I was no pranking so big in your relationship? Because he started it the first okay. time. Yeah. Yeah. Did it just fall on the ground like out of nowhere? Yeah. I think I turned and then it fell and I was. Someone like put a wind gust on it or something? It was probably mechanical and they're just <laughs> oh, like. Oh, yes. They had like a little spring under it or something yeah. and pressed a button. Totally. Oh, I don't gosh. know. Well, because, yeah, then you go on Hometowns and oh, Sean yeah. uh, comes to your house and a guy shows up at the door and says, I'm in <laughs> love with you. That wasn't an ex, right? That was just no, a, a it guy. was an actor. Yeah. Did you set that up? Well, like in hindsight, like the day of I was like, oh, I shouldn't do this. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't oh. feel right. Yeah, but we were already going with it. So I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, because by hometowns, I had already felt a little distant um, mm. to where I could tell he wasn't all in. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think we it was brought up as a fun idea. And then mm -hmm. I was like, sure, let's do it. Yeah. Um, thinking it would be funny. Um, but then with like my brother's stuff, yeah, it kind of just made the whole entire night so stressful for him <laughs> yeah you bring up your brother 
Yeah. Sean had a tough time with Nate. He was Sean was called a playboy. He was saying he doesn't think it's going to work out. At the time when you probably still wanted it to work out with Sean, did you feel like that whole experience was the reason oh, it was, you went home? Um, I think a lot of it was, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. no one wants to, like, be with someone who their family doesn't, you know, love them too. Yeah. So especially with the way my brother it was. But um, it's just funny because supposedly, I guess my brother said they talked before that. And then they were like, oh, you need to be a little tougher. So then he went back to talk to him and was like, sure, I'll lay into him. Um, hmm. But my brother is also like, you know, I I just never knew what to get like um, with him. Yeah. So I wasn't overly surprised, but I was pissed. I was so upset. I drank like a bottle of wine after that. Well, you were like, you, you ruined my chances. Yeah. Yep. Which is, which in hindsight, which obviously so silly. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why, you know, he's not like someone would love you anyways, aside from of course, a brother. Of course. But, of course. Yeah. I just, I loved it. It was like seeing the first time of like the awkward hometown date. So awkward. You started it. Oh, so awkward. You started it. If you want the best beauty, lifestyle, fitness, and wellness products, but don't know where to start, let me help you. Or better yet, let FabFitFun help you. FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size products you're looking for, sent straight to your doorstep each season. FabFitFun does all the shopping for you and sends boxes filled with must-haves that are customized to your specific interests. Lotions, scarves, face masks, workout items, you name it, I've gotten all sorts of dreamy items from my boxes over the years. Right now, they've got the 2019 Fall Box, as you transition from summer into, you know, pumpkin spice and cozy sweaters. There's nothing better than getting that FabFitFun box delivered. You open it up and you see all those products you've been wanting but didn't know where to start buying. And you spend less buying them all together in the box than you would buying them separately. The box retails at $49.99 but always has a value of over $200. It cannot get better than that, you guys. So get yours quickly because they do sell out fast. Use the promo code MOUTHING off for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. That's $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com with the code mouthing off. Okay. Jessica Michelle said she drank goat milk on Sean's season. What did it taste like? <laughs> Ugh. Uh, it tastes like grass rolled in manure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it, honestly, it wasn't so bad. I don't think I think I just chugged it so fast that I don't even know what it tastes like I, I would probably do the same yeah thing. and you don't remember something you tasted seven years yeah ago. I mean I'm so, I'm just so competitive that I had to win so of course I was gonna win obviously. like obviously gosh uh did you see Sean and Catherine's connection was it as late blooming as it looked like it was um I would say everyone saw it in where were we um Mon Montana okay so it was pretty early on. I would say halfway through. What did you see? Um, you whenever it was a group date, you could see them um, either like go outside to do their one on ones, or um, she'd be sitting in his lap. And you know she has such a great personality, right. so they'd be giggling and stuff. Yeah. So you knew that um, conversation was more like funny and not so serious. So okay. yeah. Here's my favorite question. I think of all. It's kind of long. So hold on. Okay. Hannah Wales Donovan 
said, um, <laughs> what's it like being a contestant during hometowns? And this is something I've always wondered. Do you see your family more than just that one time? No, you see your family for literally just those minutes. And how long is the whole experience? Like the whole hometown itself? Like an hour. Oh. Like it's, it's like not long at all. Jeez. I know an hour. If that, like it's, so short so short I mean obviously those little kind of talks with your mom or your brother well and like so and like I I moved away from my family when I was 18 right when I was on the show I was 27 so like you know like my parents and my brother especially had no idea of my life in LA or so it was really I was really nervous because Mm. I just didn't know what to expect um I knew my parents they're supportive of anything like you know, anything I do. But um, I don't know, it was just really weird for me to, um, I mean, I I don't even think the only boyfriend that my parents even ever met was in high school. So it was just weird to be able to like bring them into that, you know, world and um, for them to meet Sean when obviously he's dating other people. So, and not, not being able to kind of preface what's going on before just entering and being like hi you just walk in and it begins yeah so i'm assuming you don't get your phone back oh god no 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 here's the most important question do you actually get gifts for the family or are they provided for you (laughs) um i mean i don't personally go to the grocery store and get flowers (laughs) um someone else does that provideth the flowers yes yeah yeah (laughs) classic we just snap our fingers. Yes. And we... Excuse me. Um, <laughs> a bottle of wine for the family, please. Totally. Totally. And yeah. how long do you know those little one-on-one talks with the mom and the dad or whoever? Like, yeah. How brief are those? I mean, I guess they're like 15 minutes. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I think hometowns were, so being the bachelorette, they were the most important. Like To you. Okay. To me. Yeah. So yeah. did you like them on your end of the lead or did you like them being the contestant? Oh, totally. Oh, um, that's actually hard because Mm -hmm. I didn't like going to all four knowing that I was only going to end up with one. Mm -hmm. I, it it kind of felt, I don't know. It felt weird. Um, Mm -hmm. like the moms are so sweet and they see their sons in love. And if I knew my feelings weren't as strong, it like broke my heart afterwards because I was just like, oh, They're like so excited. Yeah, it was really hard. But in terms of realizing like Chris was right for me, it was definitely hometowns. Like, okay, I just like fit in to his family. They were welcoming, and Oregon just felt like me, and just their lifestyle. I don't know. It was just um, it felt right. Let's just talk about. You getting obviously you go home. Sean sends you home right after hometowns, which you think yeah. is not super surprising to you. But then after the show, you you know how how did the conversations for Bachelorette begin? Was it like right after or? Um, I I don't know if they probably do this with every like the top. They probably do it with like at least four top or three. Four. Yeah. yeah, we're right after like the next day. They're like, so just to get you know an idea, like would you be interested in being the Bachelorette? And like at that point, I'm like, what? Like I don't want to go through that stuff again. Like the process is just really intense, as you know. Yes. But I had weeks to obviously figure that wow. one out. No, like I said, I drank a bottle of wine even after going home, and I was like, oh yeah, 
that's, there's other men in this world that makes, you know? that makes sense that we're not together it's all it's all good yeah yeah it's just so funny how like when you're in it you, it really is the only person you're talking about yeah the only person you're looking at and you like do lose sight that there are other men on this earth so how did you find out Obviously, we saw on Hannah B season and whether this was real or not, she just like got a FaceTime call from Chris being like, yo, you're the bachelorette. Like, how did you get that news? No, <laughs> not a FaceTime. No, <laughs> no. Um, no, you have to like interview with right. like all the execs and stuff. So there's a lot more to it than just, yeah. you know, a call. Um, right. I don't know. Actually, it was a drag. It, it drags on because they don't typically make the decision till literally like two weeks before you're filming, Jeez. just because of um, just because of like women tell all they mm-hmm. and like they want to gauge interest. Um, but it's so different now. So back seven years ago, that was when Instagram just became right. a thing. Like it just became a thing. So now I feel like they do know ahead of time just from like Popularity. the social media response. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a little bit different now, I think, Right. but no, I literally was, it was like two weeks prior to filming or, you know, where I'm like, all right, let's do this. Was but, there any other woman that you thought might get it over you? Who did you think I, was going to get it? I didn't really know of any, like, I just was kind of like, I'm so go with the flow. Yeah. I, um, like I could have taken it or left it mm-hmm. like I'm I'm very much like you know if a door opens and if it feels right then it's right but if someone it's, who was gonna campaign for the role no. kind of thing god no that's so no. popular nowadays not at all <laughs> I, know. I know everyone is so busy nowadays and it can be tough to eat a nutritious breakfast before you head out the door but daily harvest is fixing that daily harvest delivers thoughtfully sourced chef crafted food all built on fruits and veggies and they can be prepared in less than five minutes for the perfect healthy eat and go. Fill your box with more than 65 different options like ready-to-blend smoothies, chilled soups, savory harvest bowls, or my personal favorite, the overnight oats. Just keep everything fresh in your freezer until it's time to eat. Just take one step to prepare and you can customize. So I add almond milk to my smoothies, give them a blend, or an avocado to a harvest bowl. All of Daily Harvest ingredients are sourced for maximum nourishment and peak season flavor. So they are yummy, healthy, and once again, you just grab and go and you're still getting enough fruits and veggies at any time of day. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter Enter the promo code Olivia to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code Olivia for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Once again, dailyharvest.com. Okay, so you're bachelorette. You uh, get your fancy dress. You meet all the guys in the limo and all that stuff. So from the first night, if you can think back to then, who in your mind did you think this could be my final four? None. I was like, you were like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) Yeah, I think I was just a little overwhelmed. And um, you don't really get to like, really, like, I'm not really a suit girl either. Like, I like to see guys in their like clothes. T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who are they really? Um, I don't know. I mean, I could have just assumed probably the tall, dark and handsome ones because that's like my type. James, um, Chris Brooks, and um, I actually think I I had a good time. Well, the first night was with um, what was his name? Who brought his son? Oh, um, Ben. Ben, yeah. What a move. Yeah, that's rude. Yeah, that was that was a move, a power play. That was a power play. 
But I didn't actually, I was so overwhelmed the first night that I didn't really, Oh. and like people are like, oh, I knew from the first night or I gave my first impression rose and it like becomes, uh, no, I give yours to, Why can't to I? Ben because I had no ben, idea. Uh, Lord. Yeah. I had no idea. I was like, uh, this is too much. Did you, you know, I'm sure before the rose ceremony, you go back and you talk to production or Chris or whatever about your thoughts like did they help you kind of compartmentalize everything that night the first night yeah um I would say the first three nights when you have no, like there's just so many of them yeah. um if you're like you know I'm not so sure about this guy they do know them a little better than you right. so th they might be like well just give him one more night you might see something else um but they won't give you too much information um pretty much everything's your decision good to know yeah let's talk about juan pablo <laughs> america liked him at least on your season because he's him. hot and foreign and has an accent um, that's my theory they loved him do you know how many times i on twitter i was told i'm an idiot i'm For stupid not. i'm dumb <laughs> i i when he went home i was it was probably like 2,000, 3,000 tweets of you're dumb, you're dumb. Well, those didn't age well, huh? Well, I'm just like, uh, you have no idea. Did you have good memories of him on your scene? Yeah. Yeah. So um, both, I mean, both Chris and I, like Chris being in the house with him and right. me, we actually really like Juan Pablo. Um, mm. I, I Like after he was The Bachelor, I would never like have him date any of my friends, but... <laughs> He, um, no, we liked him. He's a, he's a cool guy. He's chill. Okay. Um, he just never really offered up much aside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like conversation was just whispering in my ear. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, but, but I like it. <laughs> okay. I always forget to ask leads this question. What was your favorite date from the season? Oh, that's hard because or maybe favorite one-on-one -on -one and favorite group date or something like that. Yeah. Um, there's different ones for different reasons. I think, um, Share well, my favorite one would obviously be with Chris yeah. in Germany. Yep. Um, just because it was like a normal date, yep. like where you just go out and explore and dance yeah. and like, it, it felt so good because I had a rough night that like, I didn't sleep at all because jet lag and, and you don't really sleep ever anyway, ever. It's hard. Oof. Uh, but for a group date, it was actually sledding down the mountain um, in, um, where were we? I guess both were in Germany. Yeah. We were in Germany. So it wasn't the Soldier Boy video? I mean, that was pretty fun, but <laughs> <laughs> it did was Did you long. like that? I actually did like it because okay. you could see the guys, um, yeah. how they reacted to it or how, if they participated or not. Hmm. It was fun. It was fun. Does the lead also know, you know, as someone who was the contestant, I know that a lot of these dates are just like so ridiculous and over the top. Yeah. Like, do you also have that awareness of like, this is not oh, how yeah. it's going to be? Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I liked the more like I even liked when it was just if you were like mm -hmm. transitioning to the next date or whenever you just got normal time. Like one of my favorite moments and Chris's favorite was when we first clicked and that was like the first group date we were on uh, because we were just on the top of um, we were just on the top just of a, on a building, building. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. We were, <laughs> but it was just like just normal conversation I don't know was it on camera or just you two yeah it was on camera but it was 
we weren't facing the camera and it just felt we were just looking out and I don't know. It just felt Hmm. normal. In hindsight, was there anyone that you sent home that you had wished maybe you kept a little bit longer? Um, in hindsight, not really. I felt very good about every decision. Mm-hmm. I did think that I, th- I thought Bryden and James would go further. Okay. Um, Bryden went home. He couldn't handle. He was really quiet. Well, and James, you had a pretty, yeah. But James was completely different from all the other guys, and it was affecting the relationships with the other guys. Mm. So to be honest, I probably would have kept him longer, but it was just, it was causing too much strife with the guys I mm. actually knew would go like further. So kind of like a Luke P situation, but you like, you cut it right away. Yeah, I, I cut it instead of keeping it, prolonging it, because... Our lifestyles were different. I knew mm-hmm. that James wasn't going to be my husband, but yeah. I just wanted, we wanted to like see his family and his like, he, he had a great person. He had a great personality and yeah. you know, whatever. Ariel Nicole Jimenez said, what is a real life argument that you had with a contestant while the show was filming? I feel like all we see is lovey dove, that there's never <sighs> actually substantial conversations. Did you ever have a disagreement or? I mean, I am not a confrontational person mm-hmm. at all. I had the whole, a whole like thing with, I don't even know names anymore. How sad <laughs> is that? So you're not heartbroken over any of them? No, I'm, I'm very much too, like, I, I don't dwell on things like, you, you know, like, no, I'm pretty laid back. I was actually really quiet, I think, because I never put myself in, like, if I saw a group the, from the very first like day, if there was a group of girls by the pool, like chatting like I kept myself away from that because I'm like I'm not going to get involved in gossip and so I was friends with um Jackie she's adorable you know redhead um I was friends with um I was friends with Daniela too then because she just is incredible but I'm surprised you weren't the villain then if you're staying away from everyone well I think that's why everyone was so surprised by me going further just because I mean I'm very much I'm cordial with everyone, but if you're not going to dive deep into conversation with me, then like, I, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We'll just I'll go sit somewhere else. But I think, <laughs> I don't know if, um, yeah, I think it may have been a surprise for people, right. but. Okay. Here's the question I wrote down. Follow up to what you said earlier. You didn't yeah. really have like a crazy, crazy villain on your season. You had like a couple guys, but yeah. Did you, during filming, have empathy for your villains in any way? Like, did you realize at the time that you did? Well, the villain was, like, Ben. So, and Ben, and I just was like, Ben just wanted to tell you what he thought you'd want to hear. Right. And, like, I would just, like, amuse him. But I'm like, dude, like, you're not telling me the truth. Like. So you knew. There's others. So cool. So the guys um, would tell me or something. I I don't even remember. I think probably Michael G. But um, probably told me well, that that was his crusade was to to get rid of Ben. So I know they did the two on one. Did that piss you off on the two on one that Michael G. Yeah. spent all of his time trying uh, to get rid of Ben yeah. instead of getting to know you? Totally. Mm. I'm like, this is stupid. I don't even like. You ben. Annoyed. I was so annoyed. <laughs> I'm like. Uh, I actually, at one point, I was like, can I just send them both home? Yeah, why didn't you? Was that an option or no? Um, It wasn't an option. I know. I, I was like, Ugh. But um, 
Yeah, because at that point, like, I felt I knew that both of them weren't going to last. Yeah. So, yeah, especially Ben. I was like, oh, go home, go home. Well, let's just get into the Brooks and sure. the Chris stuff. We're just going <laughs> to do it. I know it's annoying. But Mel Melissa said, and you kind of answered this already, but yeah. when did she know that Chris was the one she was going to choose? And the, I would honestly say hometowns. hometowns. Like, okay. yeah, absolutely. That's why it's a bummer. I always tell people, I'm like, I wish Brooks would have stayed because I would have ended up with Chris regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because there were doubts with Brooks. What were they? Because we didn't see. I know. I know. Yeah. It's so annoying. What What did you question? Um, he was so flighty. So he was. And and he always needed reassurance, which is funny. So, That's weird. so then he made me feel like okay, like he he was just really needing yeah. um, reassurance yeah. all the time. But I, I don't know, just not consistent. Okay. And but that was the type of guy I always dated, so it was like comfortable. You yeah. know what I mean? And like right. I always thought I needed to like take charge of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Where Chris was always the strong like confident sweet guy that you marry you know that's the kind of guy you're marry but when you're in the when you're single and you're dating like you think like keeping on your toes and staying like the bad boy the flighty boy the flighty you know because you're like oh i can change them well so then obviously the way the show was put together yeah it's a bummer it was actually someone wrote in it was very rachel Lindsay-esque like they edit to make it look like your your final whatever two I'm assuming yeah um, is the one and they show nothing of yeah. the winner yeah absolutely I mean they they kind of just they kind of just brushed um, Chris and our relationship which was very strong at that point like very strong but I think our relationship was so strong in the sense of like normal <laughs> so there wasn't so why would you show any, that right yeah there's no drama to it so. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I, I do wish they showed a little bit more of it. And I wish Chris, Chris is very, like on, te- on television, on cameras, and even when he was off the camera, was very different. He's very quirky and like funny and witty. Let's talk about the Brooks breakup just before we get to Chris. <laughs> Obviously, you were upset regardless totally, of whether yeah. you thought totally. Chris was going to be the final one or not. But can, totally. you, can you take us back to the emotions like, what were you thinking in that moment? <laughs> um, so I think the whole being upset, too, wasn't it's like Brooks was like I mentioned, the kind of guy that I would date or like be mm-hmm. like, you know, here and there with guys. And so I don't think it necessarily was him like dumping me. It was almost as like, I was so pissed at myself, too, for mm-hmm. allowing that to happen or allowing my heart to fall um, when I knew I had doubts, but I brushed those doubts aside. It's normal. I know, but it was like so frustrating because I had been there before and I'm like, oh my gosh. And and no one likes rejection. So no, of course not. Yeah. So it was very upsetting. But like, that's what's so hard is I was so upset in that moment, but that didn't like, that didn't change how I felt about Chris. It just wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. like I could compartmentalize that my relationship with Rex and my relationship yeah. with Chris. Um, most people who, uh, watched couldn't do that. And it's, it's all about how it's presented to you. Naturally. Yeah, it was hard. I mean, were you pissed at him that, that he kept going in the experience and kind of took a spot for someone? Totally. Who... So the one thing that pissed me off the most that pe- most people don't know is that 
he was like the guy that was sending me notes and yeah and like needing that reassurance and and like had the best time like you know like complimenting or the conversation um and then I was just thrown off I think by that I was so, so surprised that out of nowhere he wanted to go home because that's not what he presented to me so it was really confusing very 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 confusing for me so also I was just pissed because I didn't see it the way that maybe viewers saw it because I he didn't he led me on to believe that he was there so we don't like Brooks very much oh Brooks is fine I mean that was in that was like six years ago years ago but yeah. in the moment you were like Ugh. yeah totally in the moment I was like ill but I also already had the mindset of like what helped was my relationship prior to the show. Mm -hmm. I knew in that moment, like if a guy doesn't love me, like I'm not going to fight for that because I need someone who's going to pursue me and love me for who I am. And so that actually really helped me even dive in even more with Chris. Well, that was, you kind of mentioned this in your proposal was you said you were kind of blinded by your feelings for Brooks, but now that he's not here, you're just like open to, you know, falling for this person. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I had already fallen for Chris, but we were like best friends too from the very beginning. Oh. Yeah. I wish we got to see stuff. I know. He I know. I guess we could have our own little camera following us, but yeah. um yeah, so from the very first talk and then on the the very first group date, um he was just like my best friend. Like I didn't feel like I needed to impress him. Aww. We giggled and laughed and talked about everything. Yeah, he was comfortable. I was comfortable. Is there anything in particular that we didn't see with you and him that kind of you wish had aired, whether it was a little date or a little Probably. talk? I think on camera, those were mostly shown. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever we would be traveling um, and if I would run into the guys, like – he's just always yeah he's just so quirky and funny and like yeah he's he's adorable okay here we go melissa stathers said how does she handle the criticism from people saying she picked her second choice yeah that's a good question i would say in the moment and right after the show i didn't handle it well Mm -hmm. i was it was very very upsetting i um i wasn't one to like argue my point or like combat anything I figured if I just let it go then I don't need to see the negativity right but like it but it but in hindsight I kind of wish I did you know speak my piece a little bit more um I wish I was a little more open in that sense Mm -hmm. um it was difficult but Chris was my rock like he didn't care well I was gonna say how did that affect him I imagine that's super frustrating It was probably frustrating, but he literally did not care at all. Like, he can compartmentalize like nobody I've ever met in my life. Um, So he helped me get through it because it's really hard to, like, read such negative comments. And and not even, like, talk about my weight, talk about how I look. But when you talk about my marriage, like, even when we got married, I'd hear comments. I'm like, you guys don't even know, like people get so involved in this and they the, it everything I got I got to look at everything with a microscope yeah. and it's like there's so much you do not know yeah absolutely so I mean you you got negativity too and it's Constantly. like yeah it's so frustrating um yeah. 
But you can't change their mind. So I think for me too, what happened was everyone read spoilers. And so mm-hmm. when you're, which when you're watching, wrong. yes, which were wrong. And so when you're watching with that perspective of like, right. um, you're already trying to find things. And so you're missing the whole other story of me and Chris, because you're just waiting for that moment yeah. um, of the spoilers. Let me just remind people, speaking of spoilers, we're talking yeah. about reality, Steve. And yeah. I think Des was the, only season so far maybe maybe not unconfirmed but um he had it wrong he said Desiree was engaged to Brooks not Chris and never changed it so yeah he never changed it he was wrong well I mean were you angry with him at all I wasn't angry with him because he had no idea either I was I think I was mostly like now in hindsight you kind of just follow what uh, me, uh, production says to do right. or like um, because post show I wasn't allowed to say I was in love I wasn't allowed to say um, I met the one I wasn't allowed to be excited mm-hmm. for my life because they obviously now I realized because they wanted the ending to be so shocking mm-hmm. um, but my my responses um, in interviews and stuff also made it seem you know very shocking because I wasn't yeah. I was not allowed to, but in my mind now, now that I realize, I'm like, I could have said whatever I wanted, but you are in contract. And so I think I was just, you know, I'm just an everyday person. I'm not in an entertainment world. Mm So I was just like, okay, going along with emotions, just waiting for it to be over with so I could start my life. I've never thought of how difficult it would be from the leads perspective to also be under contract. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Everyone just wants to speak their truth. Yeah. I love this. Kennedy King said, I would love for her to discuss in general how her relationship with Chris grew and evolved after the show. Obviously, on engagement day, you don't know each other all that well. So how did you guys strengthen after the show? Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I would say we did a good job during the show to really ask really important questions. So like I knew, so before he even proposed, we knew that I was going to move. Like I didn't have Ruth in LA and um, he needed to stay in Seattle for his job. Mm-hmm. So even before he proposed, we knew that situation. We also knew like what our beliefs were and how we would want to parent and how we would want to, um, we like knew our five-year plan, yeah. <laughs> you know? Cute. Yeah. So, but I mean, it is true. You don't know the ins and outs of someone's personality until you're living with them and seeing them through stress or like mm-hmm. certain things like that. So I would say we just, I think what helped with us growing was we just focused on our relationship and not focusing on the opportunities or, or the fame or any spotlight from it. We really wanted to dive into just us and get back to a normal life. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the way. And obviously communication. Communication is key and I'm terrible at it, but Chris is the most communicative person I've ever known. So he, he helped me like really be able to talk about everything. That's so great. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Oh, I love you guys. You're so cute. Um, who did you, obviously, th- after the show ends, all the media people say, who do you want to, who do you think should be the next Bachelor? Who did you think oh. would have been, obviously, not Juan Pablo? No. From my season, um, Zach Waddell. Zach Waddell. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been so good. He just is, has a very vibrant, spontaneous, like, Mm-hmm. Uh, free 
free spirit personality. So he would have been good. I, w- I was team Zach too, I think. Yeah. What was the hardest part of being the bachelorette? <sighs> Juggling all of those emotions and those guys. <laughs> that would be impossible. The hardest part is um, the lack of sleep with the amount of emotions you're going through. Ugh. Like the reason why I cried so much too is because I was just so damn tired. <laughs> Everyone is. You're exhausted. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, oh gosh. Okay, here's the big question. Okay. Christy Bring Long. It on. Why does she think ABC doesn't acknowledge her successful journey from the show? We see highlights of so many couples, but never her and Chris. You know, I don't know why. I don't think it has anything to do with animosity. I think maybe it's just we are a boring, normal couple. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not sure why, to be honest. We kind of... so. Keep in mind too, we are we were a successful couple right in the midst of other successful couples. Mm. So, like, because w- there's been quite a f- you know it's a few years in between successful couples. True. But um, we were coming right off of Sean Catherine and then Jade Tanner and um, and then it just kept going Carly and well now it's Bachelor in Paradise too that's really popular. it's been more successful than yeah you know and uh, bachelorettes are always more successful than bachelors way more successful we ask more questions and we're more intuitive that's it yeah yep. I would agree with like, you I don't know wait who were you on Chris I was on Ben Higgins oh you were on Ben's yeah um yeah oh Ben does a good job about asking questions he did he did ask yeah. Great questions. I would I would say most bachelors are just like dating and they're just like, okay, so you tell me about yourself. Historically, the women have done better at at, at least keeping the lasting relationship with the person totally. they picked. So Yeah. Yeah, questions, makes- people, questions. Questions. Why <laughs> did you guys not have a televised wedding? Okay, I mean, we actually were talking with to them about possibly doing one okay and then it just kept going it just kept dragging on and we weren't gonna wait for you know we weren't gonna wait for network to decide or tell us where when so yeah we were gonna get married regardless so we just ended up doing it we didn't wait for an answer because it was taking just too long you didn't want permission to get married you just wanted to get married yeah and in high and also like we are a little more reserved, and I loved our wedding. I love that it wasn't um, – I'm, I'm glad it wasn't televised and that it was very intimate and very much us and our family and friends and not just, you know, all, everyone from Bachelor, Bachelorette. <laughs> Do you still connect at all with any of production or Chris Harris or yeah. anything? Um, I don't communicate, like, just via Instagram or okay. social. Uh, but, yes, I mean, there's definitely producers that, you know, I absolutely love. They've changed a lot. Yes, like, they the have. Ones that, the, yeah. the ones that, like, I was close with um, are no longer – there's some still there. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're so – there's so much a part of your journey, and there's so much a part of that part of my life that mm-hmm. they'll always, you know, have a, a soft place in my heart. Okay, so – in the respect of time, we have a lot of questions about motherhood. So we'll just get to motherhood. Yeah. Kayla Shea said, what characteristics of herself and Chris does she see in her sons, Xander and Asher? Oh my gosh. Um, Asher is like every part of both of us. It's kind of, he's so multifaceted 
that it's going to be very interesting to raise him. <laughs> he, is, he is so much Chris. He's analytical. He um, is observant. He he's <laughs> he's sensitive, emotional, and also very athletic. Okay, and creative. So it's very weird. I don't. We'll see where he goes. Xander is so much me. He's so chill. I swear he's like the easiest baby in the whole wide world. Oh my God. He just literally smiles at everyone. And side note, where did their names, their, their names are so unique. Is there? Thanks. Um, there's no okay. rhyme or reason. Um, we just liked the name Asher. And I love it. yeah, his middle name's Wrigley because Chris played minor league for the Cubs. Yep. And it was right when the Cubs were about to win the World Series. And I don't know. I liked the name regardless. Beautiful. Yeah. I love unique names, though. I'm, I'm I do too. a unique name. I like it. I like your name, too, actually. Oh, thank you, dear. For a girl, I always liked Olivia. Do you want more kids? Do you want a girl? No. You're done. I think we're done. I mean... <laughs> I mean, two is hard enough when you have like, when you're both, we're both like, you know, working on our careers. Yeah. So it's hard. If we do have another one, that's fine too, but we're not going to shoot for the stars for it. And Kathy Zare said, what's your favorite part of being a mom and the most challenging part? Ooh, um, my favorite part, oh, so much of it is my favorite. Just being able to like cuddle with them and See, oh, I don't know. There's so much of motherhood that is really rewarding and and great. But yeah, I mean, it's completely challenging. I yeah. would say the hardest part is just balancing your emotions, their emotions, because they're roller coasters. Right. Um, and then also uh, managing the time, you know, like being able to still have time with Chris and then have time to work and have time for family. It's it's really challenging. How has your relationship with Chris kind of changed since parenthood well we don't date as much as we you know <laughs> should be yeah I would say especially now with two because with one you were able to like okay you watch him I'll go do this yeah now it's like we always have at least one um to watch and so I say the only thing that changes is the time that we see each other right. uh, we still try to go on dates and um, be able to kind of connect once the boys go down so how do you deal with being a mom in the spotlight with all of the criticizers and the mommy shamers what's that like I've learned to just not care yeah <laughs> like I wish I had this attitude after the show because I would have probably been a little stronger but I just don't care like my boys love me you know like I'm I'm doing the best that I can and I'm so for just embracing other moms who you know, like no one has it together because mm -hmm. it's impossible to have it all together and your kid's still going to make a mess. Yeah. It, like it, it's not a reflection of who you are as a mom. And so I think I'm all about giving moms some grace. So I agree with you, dear. Yeah. And then we had a couple questions about your business. You are sure. a designer of beautiful yes. wedding gowns. Thanks. Elizabeth LaChapelle just wants to know what a normal day for you looks like at work. Well, it's not very normal because I have the babies nothing with me. Normal, yeah. Um, yeah, nothing's really normal. So every day is completely different. Um, some days I'm either just working on production. So that's mm -hmm. because it, I literally am doing so much. I'm a small business, so I'm still doing, I'm wearing so many hats. So I'm not really designing as much as I'd like. I'd be doing, I'm, you know, I'm doing more of the business side or right. 
shipping, receiving or packing up dresses for orders or, you know, talking to stores or mm-hmm. planning my pop-ups. So, yeah. How did this job start? Like, did you grow up? I've always, yeah, I've always, so ever since I was in high school, I knew I wanted to design dresses. Yeah. Um, and then when I was in design school, I knew I wanted to do wedding dresses. Okay. And I mean, ever since then, I've just stuck with the same passion and it's what I plan to do for the rest of my life. So where do you get your inspo from? I don't even know. Sometimes I just start with like a theme. Yeah. So like whatever I'm feeling in the moment. And then I just kind of go from there. Um, I'm always drawn, though, to like nature and yeah. um, experience or you know, I'm, I'm more drawn to that type of stuff. That's why my dresses are definitely more so like destination wedding, beach wedding, and um, that type of stuff. They're all just like so flowy, but light and classic. Yeah. And I love them. Oh, good. They're we'll beautiful. have to get you in one. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me find someone to wear it for and then. Yeah. We'll... <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so I want you to promote your social, your business, anything that you want to sure. promote right now. Sure. I mean, you can find all of my dresses at DesireeHeartsock.com mm-hmm. um, or on Instagram at DesireeHeartsock. Or you can follow me and my family at Desiree Siegfried. Yes. On Instagram. I follow all the things. Thanks. It's a worthy follow. Thank you. And, oh, and actually, say Chris's too, just because. Yes. Yeah, so Chris's um, Instagram is at Chris Siegfried. And it's just great family photos. It's yeah. so cute. Oh, well, we, uh, thank you for chatting with me. It was so fun. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and where are you at now in so Texas? So I'm in Texas. I'm in Austin, okay. back home, finally, where I fun. grew up. So things, oh, are, so fun. things are good for me. But come visit. Let me know if you're ever here. Well, we, yeah, we might be in Austin soon oh. for a pop-up. So Yeah, let me know. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'd love to meet you and hang out. Yeah, and try on some dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you have a good day. I know you're busy, but um, yes, I'll send you. you a link to this whenever it is finished. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Thanks Des. So much. Bye, okay, man. bye.